What's up, guys? We're here live from the Bury, Southbury, Connecticut, with myself, Irvin. What's up, guys? Jake here. And then we got a little special guest on for you guys today. My man, Mr. S. Jenny. Hashtag Jelly Fam. Hashtag Ball is Life. What's popping, guys? You know, special guest in the building. Got myself, Spencer Jenny. You know, you know, uh, you guys subscribe to the Hibachi Hoops on YouTube. Subscribe to the main channel. Just type in Spencer Jenny. Subscribe to the two channels. All right, so we got Spencer on today. Uh, he's probably going to be our expert on NBA, all things NBA. Just. Uh, in this episode, we plan on recapping the first two nights of the NBA. Uh, we got a little Jesus is King, Kanye West album. Uh, we just came from our first listening to it, so we're going to give our initial thoughts. And then we're going to look ahead to the this weekend. This Sunday, we got a bunch of NFL slated games, so we're going to preview those. Um, it's going to be a good... A good uh long podcast i think you know we're gonna be a lot more in depth with uh some of the topics since last time our last podcast was a little just introduction <laughs> so we, yeah. i guess let's just get started with it spencer we're uh, happy to have you on thanks for having me we're looking forward to talking about the nba um so let's get started yeah. first game we want to talk about is the it was opening night pelicans versus raptors um so it was it was an interesting game, very high scoring. Raptors came out on top, overtime, if I believe, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, so what were your what were your predictions going into this game, and how did it uh, lead to your expectations? Well, I mean, me personally, I'm a big Lonzo Ball fan, so I was honestly hoping to for the uh, Pelicans to pull out the victory. And I was actually surprised, like, through the fourth quarter, how Alonzo kind of got pulled, you know, in the middle of the third quarter and didn't buy the entire fourth. Um, Things got thrown in in overtime, but the Raptors played a really good game. Siakam brought everything he could. Um, Kyle Lowry had a really good game. Fan Fleet was playing well, even though he got hurt. I think, I want to say he actually uh, set his career high in points, so, I mean, I thought it was just a good game all around. Irv, did you watch this game, or? Yeah, I I caught a little bit of the fourth quarter. Yeah, just so you guys know, me and Irvin... Not the biggest NBA guys, you know. I lo- I'm huge in NFL and MLB, so like that's why we have our boy Spence here. But me and Irv, not huge in the NBA. I'll, we'll tune in from time to time, but some good games, you know, yeah, those games. Not over so did you watch this game or no? A little bit of the fourth and the a little bit of overtime. Okay. Um, you know, the Raptors fresh off the victory of the the finals, so you know they were looking they were looking good. You know, the they showed out the banner for the championship. They got their rings. Shout out Drizzy, got himself two rings from the Raptors. And I don't know man. how that's possible. How do you get two rings and you didn't do nothing? Uh, I, I mean, he was there supporting every game in Toronto. Yeah. Baby. He was he was trash talking team. I remember when they were playing the Rockets. He was he would stand right behind the players on the inbound and he would talk shit. But you know, back to the game. It was it was a good game. You know, the Pelicans have some have some bright young stars on their team. Um. They're going to have a good season, I, I predict. The Raptors will also probably have a good season. Um, Pelicans, though, you know, it sucks about what happened with Zion. But, you know, it's a good game. All right, yeah. Um, so, from my view of it, it was weird looking out there, not seeing Kawhi. I don't know. 
every time I looked up, I was just looking for Kawhi, and I was like, oh, what? He's, yeah. Um, but uh, Van Vliet, I mean, every time I, he came in the game, he had a huge impact. He was hitting threes, he was driving. He really impressed me. I think if he steps up this year, they're going to be... They're gonna definitely be capable of making a run. I can see him being top five seed, top yeah. six. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Van Vliet took over that game, in my opinion. I know Siakam had just as many points, but I was watching that game and just Van Vliet—he really impressed me. Um, so yeah, let's move on to the battle of LA, battle of Staples Center. Uh, we have Clippers and Lakers. This was like the marquee matchup of the day. Um, you know, LeBron versus Kawhi, everyone's saying this could be the Western Conference Finals, whatever it is. Uh, <clears throat> what were your thoughts, Spence? I mean, yeah, I definitely agree with you and a lot of other people that are saying that it's going to be, you know, a preview of the Western Conference Finals, but um, probably my main takeaway is LeBron just didn't look like himself. He kind of got overshadowed by the toughness of the Clippers and just how well they were playing, and he was, I think he was just trying to get everybody else involved too much. But um, I think they'll figure things out and eventually probably be a top top two, top three seed. But I think it's looking good for him. Yeah, I'd agree. LeBron did not look great. Um, but they still, they hung in there. I'm not going to, not going to like hate on them. I mean, they're, they're still trying to mesh together. It takes a while in the NBA to get the chemistry down. Or did you tune in or no? I didn't catch the game, but you know, I heard um, yeah. some, th- some things about it. I saw a little bit of the highlights. But yeah, it's a little hard to for the team to get, you know, going first game of the season. Of course, um, you know my prediction for the year they'll definitely be the second best team in LA. Um, no offense to LeBron, you know he's a great player, but I don't know he's just kind of lagging the past couple of years. I don't think he'll do anything. Yeah, I mean that second, that second best year. is not really a hot take. I mean it's it's just like it is what it is. The Clippers are just better. Clippers, yeah. Kawhi, you know, he gave the Warriors their for their last loss in the Oracle, and then yeah. their first loss in the, wow. their news. Uh, was it the Chase Center? I don't even know. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, yeah Chase Center. So, you know, Kawhi, you know, he's the he's the man of the hour right now in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, is there any debate that he's the best player in the world right now? Um, I mean, I would say he is, just offensively and defensively, he's kind of got the full package, but I feel like if Kevin Durant was playing, I think he's the best player in the world by far. In yeah, my that's, a good, that's, that's a good thought. I mean, it's been a while since we've seen Durant, but... Yeah, Kawhi is just a freak. Though. Kawhi is just different. His, his defense is... He is just different. Immaculate. He's so good. He can take over the game like no other. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, moving on to the next night, we had Celtics and the Sixers. My boy Spence, big Celtics fan. That's right. Uh, I we were talking a little bit throughout the game. You were you were hyping up Jalen Brown and the boys. What did you what did you make of this game? I mean, they came out well. They um they honestly came out aggressive. They're hitting shots. Um, I like the way Gordon Hayward is being aggressive. I think last year he was only averaging like seven drives a game. This I think this game he had like I think twenty something. But Jalen Brown obviously got in foul trouble. He had four fouls in the first half. Um, it was a really chippy game, but overall, I think they played okay. I just think Kemba Walker needs to take a little more, um, like a little, uh, be a little more assertive on offense and uh, just take control of the team. I think, but overall, I think you know they can get better and they can learn from this loss. Okay, um, yeah, just looking at the box score, it was very balanced effort on the Celtics side of things. 
And then in the Sixers, I mean, same thing. Ben Simmons kind of led the charge, but everyone contributed. And I see both of these teams very, very capable of making a run in the East. Um, yeah, Ben Simmons proved that I think he's a six, a top six player in the league right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, he gets everybody involved in near triple double, and honestly, he was the he was the main impact guy on the game. So he was bigger than Ben Simmons and or bigger than uh, Joel Embiid. So. You know, this is how it is. All right. And did he did he take any jump shots, Ben Simmons? That is. No, he did not. Of but course. you saw him. But if you if you looked on Instagram and Snapchat, oh, yeah, yeah. you saw him pregame. He's hitting shot. He's in perimeter shots. That's everyone in the offseason season is working on their jump shot. But I'll, I'll give him credit though. He I'll needs to do it in though. game. He needs to do it in game. If you can't perform in game, then there's no point, man. Yeah, it's it's. He's got to show the people that he can hit. The like jump he has the potential. He could be so good. He could take over this league. But you can't. You can't you leave the lead be, without a jump shot. It's just that's how basketball works. You gotta be more diverse offensively, and I get that. Yeah, get but that. I mean, he's a freak. Like a, what? Point guard six, what? Six, six nine, ten, six, six ten. ten. It's unheard of. But yeah. So then later that night, my Nets took on the T Wolves. Kyrie stole the show. I mean, they were impressive. They were. Impressive. Eh, I don't know. Everyone. It, it was just everyone was standing around watching Kyrie. I mean. Yeah, he put up 50, but he took, like, 35 shots or whatever. He had no turnovers, though. That, that's a big deal. Right, well, but um, that is it's big. just, you know, they can't rely on Kyrie the whole season. They're going to – the whole team's going to have to get involved with that. Yeah, I mean, you like, saw, like, the last play of the game. Kyrie was trying – Kyrie was definitely going to take that last that last shot, try to win things, but, you know, the, the rest of the team wasn't really helping him out or setting screens or Yeah, and I just want to publicly call out Jared Allen for – Missing two free throws at the end of regulation that would have won. He's just, he played awful, and I'm, I'm a big Jared Allen fan. He's great. Clogs up the paint, gets some blocks. And I mean, he did have five blocks, nine rebounds, so he did make an impact in the game. But yeah. I get what you say. He did score the ball well. He's yeah, and I mean, he had two free throws to win the game. I was counting on him, but other than that, yeah, it was just the Kyrie Irving show, and I think they need. I'm obviously KD's sitting on the side watching, but they need like one more piece. And this season, I'm saying they want to win. But if not, just push it off the next year. KD and Kyrie would be awesome. Um, what do you got? Um, I mean, for me, I thought Kyrie played very well. I mean, obviously having 50 points and no turnovers with seven assists. I'm thinking, yeah, seven assists, eight rebounds. Um, I mean, he obviously made a huge impact in the game, and I was actually watching the game and I was laughing at the end of like like Richard Jefferson actually because like even when he's like falling over doing all these crazy dribble moves he, he still has a chance to actually make the shot and win the game but I mean in my eyes 50-50 chance that's going in and I think they'll have a good season I just don't see them being a top four seed I think they'll probably be in the mid 40s for wins probably like 46 47 wins but yeah, that's just my opinion I'd agree with that and just like if that shot had gone in, my God, that would have been, been crazy. iconic. Fifty-two. Would have set the universe on fire. Yeah, really. Would have been fifty-two. It was just one rim away. Yeah. Um. All right. So, I think that's a pretty good recap of the NBA first couple nights, and now on to the star of the show, Kanye West. So, he announced. <laughs> Here we go. He announced that he was releasing his album at midnight, and. We were all talking about it. Yet and again, he pushes it off. Some of my Kanye typical Kanye friends, thing. and then like Spencer and Irvin, we were texting about it, anticipating. And of course, midnight comes, no album. And I'm like, what? Okay. So 
I stay up a little longer, you know, Kanye is always fashionably late, so I'm like, alright, and then it gets to like, whatever, 2am, I'm like, nah, I can't do this, I go to bed, wake up to a tweet from his, one of his producers, I forget the name, uh, saying that he submitted his album at 4am, and that it takes a little while to like, mix it and everything, so we're out to lunch, me, Spencer, and Irvin, and all of a sudden... Shout out Leo's one time. <laughs> it was chips, but yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, so I, I'm like, I get a Twitter update from this account that I follow, and the album's out. So we rushed back to Spencer's house, and we gave it a listen. So I'm going to I'm gonna hold off on this. I'm going to have them put their input in. So Spencer, first listen, what'd you think? First listen... Uh, we came back to my house, you know, put on shuffle, and honestly, the first song caught my attention. God is uh, had a great vibe to it in the beginning. Um, in the chorus, I thought it was really good. Um, I actually, I already added like five or six songs from the playlist, and I haven't even listened to the whole thing. Yes, um, but it, I think it's it, it's definitely up there. I think it's one of his best albums that he's ever come out with, it, from what I've heard so far. So right. I think I would give it probably an A. Wow, I, give it a I thought it was good. Hot take. Um, yeah, first listen. Very, very high score. I respect that. Um, I'm gonna switch. And let, let me set the record oh. straight. I'm not the biggest Kanye fan either. So yeah, all right, I respect it. Irv, what'd you think? Now Irvin is a known Kanye hater. I don't know if it's just to make me mad. No, I don't hate uh, Kanye. He's a hater. But um, I respect his work, but he is a little weird sometimes. Yeah, and he's just um, like his type of music isn't like my favorite. I mean, it's good music. But, you know, I just don't really, like, like listening to it. Maybe his older stuff, you know, I like. But with, like, the new album, a little bit of listen, you know, it reminds me of, like, that gospel kind of, like, spiritual music. I don't know, like, what he's trying to, like, prove in a way or, like, like show something with, like, this gospel stuff, like, the way he's, like, turning into. But it was an all right first listen. Probably listen to a little more digest into it. Yep. But, um... I don't expect anything like great from it. Um, I don't know. He kept. He's like. I don't think it's gonna live up to the hype since he like pushed it numerous times. And I mean, to push it this many times, it definitely has to be like an album of the year contender. But I don't think that'll live up to the expectation. Okay, so you got decent praise. Um, I'm just gonna go. I'm not gonna go song by song, but just. Shout out some of my favorites, and I'll do a quick analysis. So, um, the second song on the album, Sela. So, I had heard this song off a leak prior to, I think it was like maybe a month ago. And I really, I love this song. Like, it was supposed to be on Yandi, his previous album, but it, that album never came out, obviously. And I heard the Yandi version, and it was so good. I loved it. It was like second favorite on the album. But,. I was just listening to it and I was expecting it. and then all of a sudden he switched up all the lyrics and he switched up some of the flows and I, I don't know it might be just the shock factor and the fact that I was expecting something that didn't come but I was really thrown off and I'm not I'm not really loving it I wish he'd kept the Yandi version closed on Sunday it's kind of like a spoof song with uh, like the first lyric is closed on sun Sunday you my Chick-fil-a so it's, he always has those weird, like, just, yeah, you know, like the Hoop Diddy Scoop songs and stuff like that. 
he loves to keep the audience whatever he's very like indecisive in a way and like I don't know he just kind of like throws like curveballs at you yeah, he's, which is sometimes good that's what like, you like about Kanye you like, never he's, like, he's kind of like that mysterious keeps guy keeps you on like, your toes yeah. I mean he's a weird guy he's He's like his bipolar disorder. He's definitely messed up in the head. Like anyone that's friends with LeBron, with, with uh, Levar Ball, I say weird him up, but it's fine. <laughs> I mean, shit, he's still banging Kim K. Like, <laughs> all right, let's chill out. Shout bro. out Kanye one time. Let's that. chill out. Yeah, I don't know how he's held on to that, but that's, that's for another. <laughs> Yo, know, like to be fair, like in his younger days, he was like a pretty good-looking guy, but like I don't know now, he's like, I don't. My opinion, like all that, like his clothing line and shit's like. I don't know, it's like kind of homeless in a way, like it's too like... Yeah. Your dog, that's where the, you going? That's the style. It's, it's kind of like... It's a style. I don't know, it's kind of like a minimalist. Yeah. Like he doesn't, like he just gives, like he gave up. I don't know. No, he did not. Maybe that. that's part of the fashion. Dude. Yeah, I feel that. Anyway, yeah. let's keep moving on. So, the other standout song was Everything We Need, in my opinion. So this song was another uh, track that was supposed to be on Yandi, but it was titled Chakras. And this was one of my favorite songs. Um, he did change it a little bit from that, but I, I really, really love this song. So I advise you guys all to listen to that song. Uh, Water had been previewed prior. I haven't really listened to it too much. God Is is really, really good. Spencer was talking about that. I think that could emerge as one of my favorites. Most definitely. Uh, and then Use This Gospel is also... Uh, a really good one so yeah it has different features than what I had heard prior but that's beside the point um, now I don't know if this is uh, true or not but I heard that Nav was on this album is that, that true? not true okay but he's also releasing a uh, allegedly releasing another album Christmas but who knows did you guys listen to the Logic one that came out yesterday I did once. I listened. It's like OCD or something. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. I listened to it once. Uh, uh, not not huge. Uh, I used to like Logic, but he kind of fell off. Yeah, I was map. just gonna say that he he fell off. I I loved him during his like trap like boom bap days. Now he's too mainstream. Definitely like 2000 like. 15, 2016 were his better days, but yeah, now definitely. I don't know. He kind of yeah, like the. Uh, it's also kind of repetitive sometimes with his music. The album, what's it called? The one with like till the end and that album. I don't, I don't remember. Under pressure. That album is like my favorite. You know, yeah, it was, that was like good. Twenty fifteen or whatever. Um, all right. So, I think the overarching view on Kanye's album is pretty good. We're gonna uh, digest it a little more and maybe we'll, maybe we'll bring it up in a future podcast. If yeah. not, check our uh. Reactions on our social medias. Yep. They're gonna be linked down in the description. Yep. Um, definitely on Twitter. We're trying to get uh, given our give our opinions more on Twitter. Yeah. Because you know we can't podcast everything. Um, you know if we have like quick little like debates or opinions on something that occurs in the moment, we'll definitely just throw it on Twitter, tweet about it, maybe have a little discussion on there. So you know the <laughs> listeners can be involved too. So definitely check us out on that. Alright, um, so with that, we're going to move into the NFL this weekend, and there was a game last night, Vikings-Redskins, I don't think we really need to go too deep into it. Shout out my Vikings, you know. <laughs> I forgot, Irvin's a Vikings fan. So yeah, I'm not the, the, the biggest Vikings fan in the world, you yeah. know, it was it was a, a much needed victory for us, but you know, it was the Redskins, 
Yeah, I mean, can't really. Hey, don't don't uh, don't throw shade at Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin's an up and coming receiver. Beast. That's actually he's nice. He's a beast. Yeah. I, so I was looking forward to uh, AP, you know, get, get some yards against his former team, which he did. He got suited. He did all up. right. He had like what? 80 I mean, yards he was the he was the only back they had because yeah. Um, Dice is obviously out, and then Chris Thompson was out this game, so AP was the feature back. Um, yeah. So the Vikings. They did what they needed to, but it was an impressive one. I yeah, it, it, we still got that six and two record, four consecutive yeah. wins. Yeah, we're set. We're, I think one game back from the NFC North. Um, the NFC North is definitely a big competition yep. this year because all four teams, the Packers, always do something. The Lions and the Bears. Um, oh my! This year, <laughs> both teams are looking decent. And then, you know, the Vikings. It's going to be a good year this year, I think. They all have playoff potential. I don't expect much from the Vikings this year. I mean, Dalvin Cook looks legit. He He is. I mean, I think between him and Aaron Jones, probably two guys. I mean, they're the same division. They're the most impressive running backs I've seen this year. Dalvin Cook is just so fast for his size and the way he moves. And they both have their woes, too, like. Aaron Jones, like with Mike, when Mike McCarthy was there, they really wouldn't let him run. They right. honestly would hold him under 15 carries like every game. The floor is letting him prosper. Yeah. Um, and Dalvin's been injured, you know, kind of is so far in the, in the NFL. So yeah. now that he's actually healthy and showing what he's worth, um, he's definitely doing a good job with yeah, that. He just looks like he's on another level. Um, shout out to Redskins for covering the spread. But okay. <laughs> um, Moving on to the 1 o'clock games this Sunday. Seahawks-Falcons. This game would usually be a good game, but the Falcons have really fell apart. And I think this could be Dan Quinn's last game. Uh, I think he could easily get fired. This I can see it on Monday. Getting the alert. Dan Quinn fired. Um, yeah, he, he lost control of this team. The defense looks atrocious. So what are you guys' predictions for this game? Urban, I'll let you go first on this one. For the Seahawks Falcons game. Seahawks Falcons. Seahawks, I think every year do really well. Um, Falcons in Atlanta. I don't think it it matters where the game is because the Falcons have also fell off. Um, You know, since that that game against the Pats a couple years back, Super Bowl. Um, They've like. They've been very inconsistent, in my opinion. Of course, Matt Ryan has always been there for the team, but just the rest of the team hasn't. Um, and the Seahawks, year in and year out, Russell Wilson always shows that he is, like, in my opinion, top three quarterback in the in the league. So I think the Seahawks will probably... It'll be a high-scoring game for the Seahawks. I predict probably it's going to be, like, 35-10 to 10 Seahawks. Um, because you know Seahawks should win the game no matter what. And all right. um, all right. So we got Seahawks on the, the right side of me from Irvin. Spence, what do you think? Um, I mean, I think the Seahawks are gonna take it regardless whether they're home or away. But I think that honestly, I think the um number one game changer negatively for the Falcons has been Devon Freeman. He's just been garbage all year. Can't really get uh, anything going in the run game, and it's kind of. They kind of rely on Matt Ryan a lot to pass, and that's honestly on both Dan Quinn and him because they're not designing a lot of run plays for him. But the line is just really bad, and they're having Matt Ryan drop back fifty times a game. It seems like I mean, not really, but it just seems like that. And 
I mean, they honestly, that's why their record is 1-6. Like, it honestly reflects how bad they're playing and how poorly. Yeah, I can't disagree with you guys. Um, I think the Seahawks, as much as I'd love to play devil's advocate, the Seahawks are going to take this game easily. And, um, yeah, I, I really, Russell Wilson's looking like an MVP. Tyler Lockett looks like a proven receiver. Chris Carson's running wild. And the Falcons can't do anything. They really, I, I've tried to buy into the hype every single week. Like, I'm like, all right, this is the Falcons week. This is the Falcons week. And they just, they can't get it done. So I think this is the week that I'm going to hop off the hope and I'm going to take Seattle. The next game we got Eagles at the Bills. Now, the Bills, I don't know what to make of them because they are, yeah, they're 5-1. I mean, it seems like they've turned the corner. I'm not really sold. When I look at the offense, it's just there's nothing there. I, I don't get how they're winning these games. I get it. Their defense is elite. And, I mean, they, from, I think I've only watched one Bills game. It was against the Patriots. And, yeah, they, they shut down Brady. They uh, did what they had to do on offense, I guess, to win most games. But, I, I'm not sold on them. And the Eagles, where do I start? I mean, they're so inconsistent. Like, some games they'll, they'll play to their potential. And other games they don't even show up. Um, the, the receiving core is injury-ridden and defense. The O-line is hurt. Every, they're, they're a disaster everywhere. But I think if they play to the way that I believe they can, I think they could pull it out. But my initial prediction, I'm going to have to take the Bills. What do you guys think? Uh, what game was this? Eagles Bills. Eagles. Sorry guys, uh, the listeners, you know, just hit up this. this He's messing with a girl. Don't even get it. Just, just hit up this new girl. So you know, we're trying to oh, trying to get things going. Get um, I apologize for my stupid. You know, we gotta spice things up. You can't say with all right. Eagles Bills. Back to the football here with, with our main concern, because you know we'll touch on ladies and other podcasts. Eagles Bills. Come um, on. Eagles. I don't know, this year they're just not looking good for me, you know, it's it's kind of a letdown. I was hoping, not hoping, but I was expecting the Eagles to, sh- uh, you know, be a little better. But I'm going to take the Bills, you know, they got someone like Frank Gore and, and John Brown on, on that team. Um, Alright, so... And they're, they're home, they're 2-1 at home, the Eagles are away, and they're 1-3 away. Um... Might be. It's gonna. I think it's gonna be a little rainy game. I don't know if the, the Eagles will be able to do that. So I think the Bills. You know, they're gonna herd down the field and, and take <laughs> the game. Yikes! All right. So we got Bills. We're a consensus so far. Five for five. We all agree. Spence, what do you think in this game? As much as I like the Bills defense, and as much as I like my guy Tre'Davious White, shout out LSU. Um, I do think that this is a must-win game for the Eagles, so yes. I honestly can't think of a scenario where they're not going to have Carson Wentz drop back 40 times in this game. Um, I mean, Jordan Howard's actually been running really well. I've been putting in a couple of trade offers in fantasy for him, just because he's actually running really well in the last couple of games. Uh, I believe he's over four yards of carry in the last three games, but uh, no, he's actually running well, and they're—I believe they're getting—are they getting Deshaun Jackson back this game? Yeah, he should be back. But okay, so that's going to stretch out the field for them, and I think that it'll 
definitely make it easier for the offense to score points, and it'll definitely give Tar- uh, Carson Edwards Carson, no. Carson, Carson Edwards Carson Wentz Carson Wentz man. Carson Wentz another target <laughs> to throw to, and I think that the Eagles squeak this one out. Okay, um, but no, like. <clears throat> Sorry to interrupt, but you know Deshaun, he's been he's getting a little older. He's not the same. Did you see him that first game? Receiver that he is. Yeah, but that was the that was the uh, revenge game against the. Um, That's true. Redskins. But you just you can see what he could do. Yeah, no, he's, you know what I mean? he's definitely still a talented guy, but he's yeah, he still has got the he's talent, banged up. But I don't think he'll have that consistency over the year. Alrighty, uh, moving on. Chargers at Bears. So the this game, I don't know. First reaction. I'm gonna go definitely not charging into this game. Yeah, this is not the best game. I mean, Trubisky's talk about don't even more. don't even get me started on Trubisky. I I hate him. But anyway, the Chargers have not played to their potential. I think I don't think could, in the last 15 years they have <laughs> played to their potential. That's Nobody even true, knows too. what their potential is. I'm telling you, they. I mean, you have like the, I remember when the Daniel Thomas was was. This is what they need to do. They need to get rid of Melvin Gordon because he's been a bum the last three weeks. Trade him for an offensive lineman of any kind because that offensive line is garbage. And that's exactly why Keenan Allen's had four bad weeks in a row. They can't throw the ball. Their uh, yards per rush for both Eckler and Melvin Gordon is under three yards a carry. And it's just been atrocious for that whole team. So. I mean, just starting with, like, Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Like, he hasn't looked good either. He's a great, like, you know, he'll go down as, like, a potential great. But... It's just he's getting old and he's banged up, kind of getting washed up. And it's, you know, they need like a whole new relapse in a way for the Chargers to get, you know, their organization going. But, um. All right. And shout out Bobby Bowser, alleged Chargers fan. But, you know, <laughs> he, he's got the season ticket holder. He, no, he doesn't. He's. Okay. Um, so, what I make of this game is it's going to come down to the running game so the Chicago D is as we all know is dominant elite top of the top of the league <clears throat> but the Chargers I mean they've shown flashes they got Bosa off the side they linebacking core is solid they I think if Eckler and Gordon can both if they can both have like I'd say 80 yards rushing the Chicago D has not faced that sort of uh, run defense against them, and that, that can hopefully open up the passing game. And on Chicago offensively side of the ball, uh, their running game has really disappointed. I mean, they David Montgomery was supposed to be this phenom. He was supposed to be a monster. Yeah. Drafting top five rounds in fantasy this year. Me too. Everybody was talking him up, and they and just don't utilize him. Like, in how, how Matt Nagy. How do you have Mitchell Trubisky drop back 56 times and only run the ball seven times? This yeah. just doesn't make sense. You're not going to win games. Exactly. So that's why I said the key is the running game. They need exactly. to get the running game started early so the Chargers adapt. And hopefully Trubisky can open up and they can open up the playbook and he can feel more comfortable in the pocket. Most so definitely. I, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers, but not convincingly. <laughs> Giants and Lions. I mean... I'm, I'm gonna lean lines here just gut reaction but the Giants you never know what this the Giants um have shown a little fight this season but you know they're always that inconsistent I mean same with the Lions but 
I think the, the Lions will take this one. Yeah, I think... If, I think it's an easy pick. I don't know. If Saquon can get going, like, he did... He came back a little too early, I think, from his injury. He didn't look quite himself last week. He almost got injured again, too. Yeah. And... I don't know. I think... If the Giants... Like, Ingram is still... I can tell their, their receiving core is not quite there yet. Like, I think Shepard's out this week, so... And then Ingram's still a little banged up. Golden Tate had a great game. Uh, Daniel Jones, I think, found one of his favorite receivers in that, in, uh, in Golden Tate. He's just a reliable, you know, you got third and six, you can drop back, give him a quick slant, get the first down. Golden Tate's, but that giant defense is, I'd say the worst in the league, they're horrendous. Secondary, my roommate's a big Giants fan, so we watch every game, and that secondary is a joke. It's it's a sieve. Everything Anything will get past that defense. Um, There's just no order in the organization yeah. in that defense. It's just... They, From the top down, that, that organization is dysfunctional. But that's for another day. Um, so I'm going to take the Lions here. Spencer? Um, surprisingly, as much of a Patriots fan as I am and as much of a Patriots fan as Jake is, I'm going to take the Giants for this reason right. only. Karyon Johnson is on the IR. I think the Giants are going to key on the uh, Lions passing game. They're going to make them. Th- they're going to make them run. Um, you know, Ty Johnson is that the, that's yeah, the name? Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson. Yeah. Um, very unproven. Hasn't really got a lot of run in the NFL yet. And I mean, honestly, I think if the Giants can get Saquon going early and get a lot of those slants um, completed early, I think they have a good opportunity to win. Especially if their corners can cover well against Marvin Jones and Kelly Galladay. Kenny Galladay, my bad. All right, I respect that pick. Um, yeah, I think you made good points. I think if the Giants can shut down the run game early, they, they'll they definitely have a chance. So, in the next game, we got the battle of the 2015 top two picks, quarterbacks, Marcus Mariota and James Winston. Bucks Mariota, at Mariota Titans. Playing? Is Mariota playing? Ooh, that's a good call. I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be able to. Tannehill, I've been saying this since preseason. The Patriots had a game against the Titans, and Tannehill just looked um, like drastically better. He looked good in the fir- in the first game he played. His completing passing, I think it's going to pay dividends to uh, Corey Davis as well. I think he's actually going to be a good fantasy player from la- from last week moving on forward. I think Tannehill definitely has the tools to be a solid quarterback. Not like an elite quarterback, but the- Miami never knew how to use him, and then he just didn't he didn't look great. But I think if he learns that Titans offense, they have enough weapons where he can, he can make a difference. Or, I mean, we we can't expect much from Tannehill. I mean, he's like all right, but it's Ryan Tannehill. He can only expect so much. Um, I think the Titans will win. He's kind of like the walking definition of average of a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, a little, I mean, a little, little below. Yeah, yeah. a little below. I. I I mean, since I'm a Vikings fan, um, I wouldn't want him on my team, but I'm sure other teams in the NFL would rather have him than Trubisky. Current. Yeah, um, but the Bucks, um, I don't think they're looking too hot either. I mean, a couple weeks ago, I think it was Mike Evans didn't see the ball once. Yeah, I don't know ridiculous. what that was going on. He played the whole game. Yeah. To be honest, because I was watching games with some of my, some of the guys and. You know, we were checking fantasy and we saw Mike Evans no points, and we were a little confused. We wanted to see was he even in the game or is he like injured or what's going on here? And then 
You know, we actually found out that he was in the game and he got no reception. So, I don't know. The Bucks just, you know, not a good team this year, once again. But, yeah. Titans over Bucks. Alrighty. Next um, game. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah sorry. My uh, bad, my bad. No, you're good. Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks. Um, the only reason I'm saying that is because I think that the Buccaneers receivers are far more talented than the Titans cornerbacks. And then if you can get Peyton Barber and Lionel Jones uh, going early, I think that's going to help open the field. And I mean, Jameis Winston, he's got, he's got talent. I just don't, I just think he's very inconsistent. And I think the Titans won't have the offensive, you know, uh, power to, you know, get through the Buccaneers defense, especially with Dan Shaquille Barrett. He's a monster. Yep, he's definitely a monster. Um, you were mentioning the Buccaneers weapons at receiver. Shout out Chris Godwin, PSU. Um, <laughs> okay, next game, Broncos-Colts. Broncos' first game without Emmanuel Sanders. I don't see them winning this game. It's basically men amongst boys, in my opinion. The Colts have looked, I mean, pretty much unstoppable. Their defense is super, super underrated, flying around all over. Their sets looked competent, although everyone's hyping them up. I, I don't buy the hype. He's a little overrated. I mean, Rodney Harrison called him the best quarterback in the AFC. I don't see that. Definitely not true. That's... He's wild on that but, one. But yeah, you're looking okay though. No, he's that. definitely to be the, the best job in the done. AFC. It's and Marlon you got Mack. The likes of, they gotta get him going. You have to go. They got Tom Brady in, yeah. in the AFC. You can't yeah. make that type of statement. So yeah. who's your pick, Irving? I'm not. I haven't been watching either team that much this season. Um, the Broncos just don't really cut it for me since I mean, it's been a few years since they haven't been doing anything. So I'm gonna definitely take the Colts on this one. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts, too. Um, I just think that, you know, their defense is such a juggernaut, and I think that their offense, you know, they have they have guys at every part of the field that can actually make plays. You know, you have T.Y. Hilton. I'm not sure if he's going to be. Is he playing this week? Yeah, he should be. Okay, uh, yeah, he'll be there. Uh, you have Marlon Mack, and I think they're just going to all the way, all around outclass the Broncos. Yeah, Marlon Mack is really proven to be one of the top running backs. And one more thing I want to add is I'm interested to see how Corlin Sutton rises up to be the receiver one because late last year when he was rookie Emmanuel Sanders went down and he he was the number one uh, option for the Broncos and he really step took a step back because you face more double teams you face more safety help so I'm interested I'm interested to see if he can step up to the occasion and uh, rise to be that receiver one on, the, on Denver so the next game Following the same trend, men amongst boys, Rams, Bengals. The Bengals have looked uh, worse than bad. God awful. Yeah. yeah they, it, um, it just it's one of the teams that just they're inconsistent. They don't know what they're doing. The front office doesn't know what they're doing. The players don't even know what they're doing. It's just. It's I mean, an easy pick Rams over Bengals. Just next game. Yeah, you <laughs> had yeah. There's not much to say there, but like it's just crazy how you have such a talented running back in Joe Mixon, and I know the offensive line is bad, but how is it for the season? He's literally less. He's literally averaging less than two point three yards a carry, which is insane. So yeah, you, you got to get him involved more. It's it's just it's an atrocious organization over there. It's a similar uh, like concept. Both. I'm interested to see how the running game plays out in this game because. On both teams, you have such talented running backs that have not, not really, performed at all. Yeah, not performed. I don't know if it's the schemes the teams are running or what the deal is, but both. I mean, Gurley and Mixon are two of the best, and they just haven't performed. So, 
I, I mean, the Rams have not looked tremendous, but I think they're just more talented than Cincinnati overall. But I don't, I wouldn't jump too quick. Like I wouldn't say 100%. But I'm gonna also take the Rams. And then moving on, we have Cardinals at Saints. So this will be an interesting game. The Saints have looked phenomenal. Haven't even skipped a beat without Breeze. Bridgewater looks amazing. And then Kyler Murray still getting his feet wet. He's still adjusting to the NFL life. But I think, I mean, they looked good against the Giants. But then again, I didn't think it good against the Giants. But what are you guys' thoughts on this game? Um, I mean, Bridgewater's looking really nice, especially this year. Too bad he didn't do that with the Vikings. Um, <laughs> you know, it's been a nice, nice quarterback to have and give all that money to our current quarterback, but. I'm definitely going to take the Saints over the Cardinals. Like uh, Jake said, Kyler Murray, he still hasn't um, fully adapted yet to the NFL lifestyle. But once he does, I think the Cardinals might be a little bit of a threat. But for this week, definitely the Saints over the Cardinals. Um, I mean, shockingly, I'm actually going to take the Cardinals here. Ooh, I like it. The only reason I'm saying that is Always doing the opposite, I like Speedy. It. If Chase Edmonds can run... If he can go for 60 yards plus, and if um, if Kyler Murray can actually spread the ball around, throw for 250 plus, I'm going to say they pull out the, the low-scoring victory. The only reason I say that is because we have to remember that Patrick Peterson is back. Ooh. So he's going to be shadowing Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas. Teddy Bridgewater targets Michael Thomas on a 40% target share ever since he's been with the team. And it's honestly, it's it, it basically focuses on two main guys in the offense. It's been Alvin Kamara and... You know, Michael Thomas, and when Alvin Kamara's out, you know, we have uh, Latavius Murray, who's obviously one of the best backups in the league. Um, but we don't know if Alvin Kamara's going to be playing, and we'll have to see Sunday. Yeah, so I think you make a good point with uh, the Saints. I mean, it's it's Alvin Kamara's questionable, so. And this just then, da- uh, David Johnson's actually going to be a game-time decision in that game. So That's going to be a big... Uh, factor because I know Chase Edmonds looked great and everyone wants to hop on that hype train but they're playing the Giants and like I said that defense is incompetent so I mean my grandma can look good against them Um, (laughs) the thing is with a lot of these guys on the field they get get paid but they don't do their job it's it's really annoying to see football players don't when they're not doing their job it, it, it pisses me off like you get all those all that money just to do your job it's like you an August like Mason's fuck <laughs> oh boy um, alright so so we got Saints Saints Cardinals Spence going yeah, devil's about. advocate moving on we got the Jags and the Jets uh, I don't think we really need to go too deep in this Darnold I mean I don't wanna I'm taking the Jets oh pick. hang on alright so Darnold looked looked horrendous. He looked like a deer in headlights. I can't even put it into words how bad he looked, but I mean, I'm sure you guys all saw that, so I'm not going to read the stats or talk about his performance against the Patriots. But But you can't, you know, it it was against the Patriots, the best team by far in the NFL for the last two decades, maybe. So the Jets are, I just feel like they're already um, undermanned in this game, and Plus, they're coming off a short week. They played Monday night. Now they got to turn it around and play Sunday afternoon. I don't see them winning this game. The Jags D, 
I mean, they haven't played great, but they have so many great pieces. I love Josh Allen out of Kentucky. He's such a good playmaker. Um, Fournette's been running wild. DJ Shark has emerged as one of the top receivers in the league. Shout out LSU. That's that Jaguars team right there. So, I mean, I'm going to take the Jags. Rudin took the Jets, surprisingly, Spence. I'm going to take the Jags. I think their offense is too high-powered for the Jets' defense. Um, Even though Jets' defense is actually second in the league and take in – in uh, turnover touchdowns. I mean, Jamal Adams is a monster, one of the best safeties in the league. But I think that, you know, if uh, Gardner Minshew can spread the ball around, if Leonard Fournette can, you know, run through that line, I think he's going to um, pay off and I think they're going to win. Are you buying into the Minshew media hype? Not quite yet. I think yeah, he's got, either. you know, the whole, I think he needs to play well the whole season. I think they have to, you know, be within playoff contention. They don't have to make the playoffs, but I think if they come close enough, um, they definitely have a shot to, uh, you know, do great things with Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I'd agree. It's um, definitely just like another like a Tim Tebow. I can see that. That's a good one. Like a lot of like he, he, he had like other sports like a Jeremy out, uh, Jeremy Lin. He can make plays. He can make plays. I like that. I like the comparison. Um, all right, on to the four o'clock games. So Panthers at Niners. I know everyone. This is going to be a very good game, in my opinion. Okay. But I think the Panthers, like Christian McCaffrey, just. He's a monster. He's different. He's a beast. He's different. Top He's, five in the. They give the him like thirty three. carries a game though, but it's if it wasn't for him, the team would be in shambles. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely the leader. Yeah, he, he's a leader in that team. Do you think the shows Car- that? Do you think the Carolina Panthers are better off with Cam Newton or Kyle Allen? It's um, Cam Newton is very like. He's good, but he tries to show off in a way. Like he thinks he's hot shit. And I think that kind of gets to um, your head and your performance sometimes. So uh, Kyle Allen definitely, I think, is probably better at the QB slot right now. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that question. So I think Cam is uh, light years ahead of him in terms of talent. However, he's he's been injury prone, and this I, season he looked horrendous. And I think. In terms of, if you're talking talent-wise in the future, I'm taking Cam, but right now you got to ride the hot hand, keep giving Kyle Allen the ball. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, honestly, I think Cam is, like you said, light years ahead. But um, I, I just don't think Cam is the greatest fit for the Panthers. But, I mean, in terms of the game, the matchup, I'm going to take the 49ers. That defense has been overpowering to every single NFL team they've played and you know, Nick Bosa's a monster. Richard Sherman's yep. talking his shit. And, you know, honestly, they're just doing big things, I think. I think, and with the addition of Emmanuel Sanders on offense, I think it's really going to open up the field for him. Yeah, so I'd I'm agree. Gonna take the 49ers with the win. Um, I'm going to ask you a hypothetical. If you're, the, if you're the Bears GM and you wake up to a call from uh, from the Panthers GM, you say, they say Cam Newton for a first rounder, what do you, what do, you do? This, no, I'm, not, I'm it, not taking it. This year, I'm going to say don't take it, only because there's a lot of good quarterback talent coming out of college. You have Tua, you have um, Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow um, the guy from Georgia. Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm. So you have a lot of talent uh, coming out of college, but I would say not knowing what the quarterback's going to be like in the future, like in, in two years or three years, I would take that deal. That is if you're not aiming to look at a quarterback in the first round. Okay, I'd agree with that. I think I think you see what Kyle Allen does this season, and you see how Cam recovers. 
but if if you think Kyle Allen's legit and you're buying in, I'm sending Cam away and taking that first round pick. Um, so I haven't made my pick yet. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Niners, but not convincingly. I'm not <clears throat> I'm not sold on them. I know they're undefeated and everyone wants to jump on the Jimmy G train, but I'm not throwing sold. seven touchdowns this year too. So yeah, it's been he very, has not very looked heavy. great. Uh, their defense is really, really, really good. I love their defense. And McCaffrey's obviously not only effective in the running game, but the passing game as well. But I think the Niners can shut him down, and there's not much else. So I'm going to take the Niners. And 4 o'clock game. Browns at Patriots. Game of the week, baby. Let's go. Um, I don't want to do a deep analysis of this, just because I can talk for hours about this game. Yeah, we definitely got to just pick and and go. I'll let you go. Um, Definitely pads. Okay. Okay. Pats, defense is looking crazy. Baker Mayfield basically doubled up on interceptions over uh, over touchdowns. He's just looking atrocious this year. Yeah, um, the Patriots. I don't. I don't know if I want to get into it, but the Patriots are have the they have the best defense in the league. No, Most we, turnovers. We can see it for hours. You know, Baker Mayfield. Uh, obviously, Jake's gonna pick listen, the Pats. Listen, right. I'm just giving my analysis. So, hey, us being Pats fans, we gotta roll with the Pats 100%. You already know. Yeah, let me just give you one. Okay, so Patriots are leading the league in turnovers. Baker Mayfield has the most interceptions thrown by any quarterback in the NFL. I'm hoping they make Baker look like Darnold out there. Pats all the way. Um, later, we got Raiders at the Texans. So, the Texans have they've really uh, shown up these past couple weeks. And I, I really think that they are one of the most talented teams in the league on paper. Um, but I don't know. They always they can never pull it together and put together like a solid string of weeks. So what do you guys think of this game? Um, me personally, I'm going to take the Raiders. Only because the Texans in the last few games have gotten out to bad starts. The defense has been allowing a lot of points, um, so the offense honestly, honestly has had to come back in a lot of those games. And I think that if you can get Josh Jacobs going in the run game, if you target Darren Waller at least at least 15 times in this game, because Darren Waller, he's hard he's knocks nice. legend. Yep, he's definitely coming into his own. And, and the, the comeback story is crazy, too. I, yeah. I like I like I definitely like him a lot, especially what he's doing for my fantasy team. You know, But, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders. Uh, the defense is... It's mediocre, but I think they can. Um, I think they do, they can do okay against the Texans. The Raiders. All right, Irv. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep it short and simple. Raiders over the Texans. All right, I'll play some devil devil's advocate. I'm gonna take the Texans here. Deshaun Watson can definitely take over this game with his feet, with his arm. I've I've been a huge believer in him. Um, Hopkins is, in my opinion, the best receiver in the league. Uh, I mean, I think so too. Second is Michael Thomas. Third is eh, whatever. Okay, DeAndre Hopkins is number one in the league. He is the best hands, amazing route runner, perfect like structure to him. So I'm gonna take the Texans, but this is gonna be a really close game. This will be the game that I'll be switching back to every Patriots commercial. So <clears throat> I'm gonna t- I'm gonna roll with Houston, and then Sunday night. Packers at Chiefs, so Mahomes is doubtful. I can't, I don't think, I don't I can't see him playing. It'd be a miracle, and they'd be really dumb if they played him. 
Like, especially um, against the Packers. Yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't bring him out, especially because it's rumored to be at least three weeks. So yeah, we won't I mean, see him for a little bit. He is a freak, bit. and he he can get. I'm sure he can get over injuries quicker than most of the league, but that is too quick, and I would not trust that. So mm-hmm. this game's interesting. I I'm going back and forth. What do you think? Um, the Chiefs are definitely gonna miss Mahomes. He's like their team, very key asset. Um, uh, so I'm gonna take the Packers on this game. Um, simply because the Chiefs are without Mahomes. If they had Mahomes, definitely the Chiefs over the Packers. But I think the pa- it'll be a close game, but Packers will, will pull through. All right. Go, Pack, go. Spence? I'm going to roll with the Packers, too. Um, Aaron Rodgers looking like a real MVP candidate. Aaron Jones is running like a monster. And even though they don't have, they don't have uh, Devontae Adams, they're still utilizing Lazard and you know uh, and, uh, MVS. So they definitely have a lot of weapons in the offense, and I think they can really do damage against that Chiefs, against that, uh Poor Chiefs defense. Yeah, I think this is going to be a shootout. I mean, I could see Aaron Jones run wild against that D, and then Tyreek Hill. I can just see him torching that secondary. I think it's going to be a shootout. You guys both went Packers, correct? Yep. Kansas City all the way. As much as it kills me to do it, but I think they're already um, they're not going to get the top seed. So I'm going Kansas City. And with the riveting Monday night game, oh man, that it's gonna nobody be bad. will tune into. It. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. It's gonna probably be bad. Gonna be the lowest rated Monday night game ever. We got the Dolphins at Steelers. Steelers boasting their ever ready quarterback Duck Hodges. <laughs> Dolphins, who knows what they're doing over there? Fitz Magic out in uh, Miami. They're still winless. They don't really look close to getting a win, but. I don't know. Maybe this is the week. Maybe they're they'll show out on prime time. What do you think, Spence? Um, this is honestly a tough one. But with I actually saw the Dolphins play last week, and they did not look very bad. I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna say careful. But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Dolphins. I think it's gonna be their first win of the season. Um, I don't think the quarterback yeah. play of the Steelers is good enough, and I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is decent enough to spread the ball around and ever since he's been there um Devontae Parker has looked like a real has looked like an actual NFL receiver unlike <laughs> the past years where he can't get anything going with the quarterbacks he has yep but uh him Preston Williams and you know if they can get the run game going with um with uh Kalen Bellage and Mark Walton uh, Mark Walton yeah yeah if they can get him too with uh, those two guys I think they can definitely do um do not damage, but I think they can narrow out the winning still. Okay, I like the ambitious nature. Irvin? This game I'm definitely not tuning into. Um, Can't blame him. <laughs> both teams, very, very bad this year. Um, Steelers, it's kind of sad to see because, you know, they always put up a good fight during um, in the long run of the season, but this year they just they have nothing. Dolphins are always god-awful, but I'm just going to take the Steelers on this one. They'll Squeeze it out. Okay. Um, I I kind of like the Dolphins getting their first win this week, but I'm really intrigued. I want to see James Conner and I want to see Juju. I want to see them do something. I mean, they their offenses look stagnant. Like it's frustrating because they're such talented guys, and their defense I know isn't phenomenal, but they have they have the pieces. And the Dolphins, I mean, yeah, Devontae Parker, I have been very impressed. I've been high on him since he got drafted, and 
he hasn't shown up, but hasn't, this year has not panned out yet. No, but I think he's he's been solid this year. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna roll with the Dolphins. I gotta stick it to the Steelers. I can't stand Mike Tomlin, but once again, that's for another day. So that was our NFL recap. Um, well, preview, preview, preview. Yes, my bad. NBA recap. Jesus is King album summary and NFL preview. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, anything to plug? Hey, my um, co-hosts. Thank you guys for having me on. I uh, hope to be on in the future. You know, maybe we can uh, make this three, uh, three, uh, three host, three co-host thing. But uh, yeah, shout out my Instagrams at Spencer Jenny and at Hibachi Hughes. Make sure to follow and subscribe on YouTube. That's all I got to say. All right. Definitely, let's get his his subscribers up on the on the tube. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, follow Twitter, Urban Moolah. Definitely some funny shit on there. We'll definitely bring you some more content with uh, you know, Urban's Urban's life would be you know the the girls or you know yeah. our daily Fortnite plays, all that stuff. So we'll yeah. bring it to you. Urban's looking like he's getting cuffed, but I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Who knows? All right. Um. So we'll sign off. I want to say shout out, yay. Good job. I'm proud of you for uh, releasing it out. For finally dropping it, but, yeah. you know, we'll definitely listen to it a little bit more. Yeah. All right. Until next episode, adios.